Hey, 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 welcome to the Women of Power show with myself, Lavelle Vincenzi. This is the show where we talk about the essence of feminine power. What is it that makes us women the most powerful beings on the world? How can we tap into our inner strength? I bring powerful business women and women in life on this show to talk about the essence of their power, what I call their power tools, the tools, techniques, strategies, and ways of being which have enabled their success in life and business. And today's no different. I'm joined by an incredible entrepreneur, award-winning, multi-award winning entrepreneur, shall I say, and founder of the Best Business Best Business Women Awards. I don't know why I can't get that out today. Please welcome my guest today, Debbie Gilbert. <laughs> Thank you, Lavelda. Great intro. <laughs> Okay, girl, let's get into this. So <laughs> I can't wait to dive into talking about awards because I think it's one of those things, especially for women in business, where we can really have an opportunity to showcase ourselves. Yeah. However, not everybody necessarily gets it, gets in there. I've got my own hang up, so I'm going to use this as my own <laughs> educational experience to understand how it works. But I'd like, you've won quite a few awards yourself yep. already. Yeah. So maybe can you... If you can remember, can you wind back to the first one, the very first time that you did an award, so that those of us who perhaps haven't applied for one yet could probably get a sense of what that was like. Was it smooth sailing for you, seeing no. as you've done so many? <clears throat> no. I mean, back in 2011, I applied for a couple of business awards because a few business associates that said, you know, you've had so much success, been in business since 1998, now's the time. And I was like, really? Okay. So I had a look at some awards, decided to enter thought I'd done really good award entries and submitted them and I got rejected. Get out. And I was crushed. I'm not going to lie to you. My ego was stabbed. I was like, I thought, oh, I should have at least been chosen as a finalist. So I was just going to put awards to bed. I was going to give up. It obviously wasn't for me. I obviously wasn't good enough. And I ended up having a glass of wine with a business associate who said, oh, you know, did you enter those awards? And I was like, yeah, got a big fat rejection. And they were like, really? And I said, yeah, I just got rejected. And she was like, well, send me the entry. Let me have a look at it and I'll give you some feedback. I was a bit like, oh, okay. So I emailed it to her. And then the next day she called me up and she was like, you missed out so much. And just the things I know about you and the work that you've done. There's nothing about this. There's nothing about that. You know, she came up with lots of examples. So she said, my advice <clears throat> is to have a stab next year. Dust yourself off. Go back through that entry. Put in more key metrics. Put in some of the charity work you do. Put in more client testimonials, more case studies and things like that. You just didn't put enough. You were short or vital information. So I said, okay. So when it sort of came round again, I was sitting there thinking, oh, do I really want to put myself through this? No, I do. Because actually I could see the benefits of awards and I could see the publicity opportunities and the opportunity for my business to grow. So I thought, no, I'm going to do it. So I, I went in headlong, did it again and got chosen as a finalist. Well done. I only entered one that year and I got chosen as a finalist. So I was really chuffed and went along to the final. There was about 350 people there. It's a big posh hotel, all glammed up. 
And when I got to, you know, the table plan and where was I and walked into the room and I'd bought um, a few of my team and my husband and we were right at the very back, literally. This room was massive and we were at the back. And I thought, oh, well, I haven't won. But it's nice to be here. I was happy to be a finalist. I mean, it was an improvement on it the year was. before. It was. And of course, pre, you know, pre-drinks, I'd had a few glasses of champagne. My husband decided to get a bottle so and we thought, sat at what the, the table. Heck, we just have some fun. Yeah. And I was chatting to some of the people on our table, the big tables of 12, I think they were, or 10. And, you know, we got wine and we we're eating our dinner and I'm just slowly and but surely getting a bit puddled. And I knew a few other finalists there that night and we were like cheering when they started announcing everyone and then it got to my category. So, you know, they call out your name, which is great publicity, isn't it? And we were like cheering on our table. And I was just, I think at one point sort of distracted when they said, and the winner is, and I missed the winner is, <laughs> I didn't hear them call my name. And my husband is literally like tagging, tugging me saying, they've just called your name, they've just called your name. And I was like, what? What? <laughs> I've got really high shoes on, so I'm sure that a lot of the women watching this could identify. Really high shoes on, the room is jam-packed, and I've got to make my way somehow. Wobbly way. My wobbly way to the front of the stage. So I got on the stage, and I honestly was in a bit of a daze. I was like, oh my God, because the lights are going, I've got all this music going. You know, spotlights are whizzing around you. Everyone's cheering. The people had, the, that I knew that were there had stood up. And I was a bit like, oh my God. So I get on stage, get accept my award and my certificate. And then you have to turn around to the cameras and have your picture taken. And I have my certificate wrong way. <laughs> get out, you did not. I did. And the photographer didn't pick up on it, unfortunately. So when I got the photographs afterwards, <laughs> I've just got the back of the certificate, you know, photo frame and my lovely award. And then they take you off to be interviewed. And that interview is still on YouTube. So you can go and look it up. And I got interviewed, I think it was the, the local newspaper or something, because these were Hertfordshire-based awards. And they, they siphoned you off for this interview. And I had to compose myself <laughs> and kind of think, right, okay. And it, it, I, you can tell I've had a few drinks. It's not too bad. Um, but that was the snowball for then I kind of got an appetite for it and saw the business benefits of it and then went on to win um I've won seven awards in total wow. now one is a national award which I'm extremely proud of from 2018 the SME national awards I've won an east of England business award several county awards um and some local awards which are lovely where people have nominated me and that that's amazing um and I suppose I can really, really see how much this has benefited me over the years, but I just had to get over myself. And I love what you said there um, in terms of at the beginning, that application form, because it's really easy to get quite depleted because all awards, it, you know, I mean, there were a few out there where it's just a little bit of a popularity contest. Let's put a pin in them for a moment. But we're talking about those awards that are the bigger ones in your category, and they tend to have quite quite comprehensive forms. Yeah. And often we can just forget what we've done. Do, yeah. You know, you host an awards yourself as yeah. well. So how do you find that with women applying in terms of, is it the application? Let's say they first get over themselves to apply. That's another mm. story. <laughs> I'm still, I haven't applied yet, y'all. Okay, well, let's, let's just say we get over ourselves and make yeah. the application. 
Are there any key things that you see people do a lot of the time that just, well, they're not doing themselves justice? Yes. Yeah. Um, so when I set up my own awards in 2015, it was because I wanted to see more women on those stages, a little bit like you with the speaker uh, association that you run. Um, I wanted to see more women. What I'd noticed at business awards, um, there weren't a lot, many women that were finalists. Why was that? So I started asking around in my business circles and a lot of women were like, well, I don't feel I'm good enough. Mm. And I'm like, hell, you're good enough. You've done so much. What are you saying to me? Um, so I thought, you know what? Why don't I set up my own national awards? <laughs> Let's see these women get recognised for the immense achievements that they've made. So that was so interesting for me to be on the other side, to see the entries come in very interesting what you know what you've said because that made me realize how many people do themselves a disservice they don't read the questions properly they don't submit enough evidence um, they don't showcase their achievements to the level that they should mm -hmm. and I don't get involved in the judging I've got a panel of experts I've got 21 judges from a wide variety of business backgrounds and they can only judge what is presented to them on the judging day. That is all they can do. So, you know, we don't shortlist everybody. So it's really a case of you have to really hone down your, your major achievements, but also the minor ones. And there's no such thing as not putting enough information in. And it is a process. And once you get over yourself, you just have to follow a process. And once you got that process and you've done your very first award entry, you will be able to adapt that for other awards because they all ask similar questions. You know, there are thousands of awards out there and it's about finding the ones that resonate with you and your business and credibility. It's those two things because you, you want a credible award. The voting contests, yeah, you touched on that. That's a popularity contest. Yeah. The people with the biggest social media following are going to get that. And that doesn't mean because you've got hundreds of thousands of followers on Instagram that you're a great business. So you have to look for the awards that you think will benefit your business. So you might want to be a thought leader in your industry. Therefore, you go for industry awards. Or you might want to be known in your local area which is what I started with because I just wanted to be people to know who I was in Hertfordshire yeah. and it worked. And then you might want to go for national or global because you might want to get recognised UK wide and globally. And the opportunities that have come to our finalists and winners is amazing, really, just because they've won an award. You are then on the radar of journalists, podcast interviewers, TV companies, radio shows, people want to interview people who've won awards. I mean, it's really interesting because I think sometimes people, you know, people are pushing so hard to get the publicity. I want to get on a TV show, I want to get mm. on a podcast. And it's interesting that you, and, and the stuff that you shared anyway, in terms of getting onto those platforms, knowing what you're about, mm. knowing what those key things are. Do you think women struggle with that in particular? Do we play ourselves down too much? Yeah, because a lot of the time, I think we do what we do. We get on with our jobs. We do what we do. We don't necessarily like to shout about success. And I've had people call me up and say, I want to enter your awards, but do, am I filling this in myself? And I'm like, yeah. 
And they're like, oh, well, I was just going to see if somebody would nominate me. I said, well, we don't do nominations. If you want someone to give you a testimonial or a case study, then that goes into your entry. But this is a business competition. So you have to give us facts and figures and information about your business that only you would know. So we don't do nominations for that reason. And you've got to put yourself out there. And the information that you gather together for your award entry, you can use in other parts of your business. You can use it in your marketing materials and on your website. So I think women don't like to see themselves as someone who is bragging almost. I mean, there are a few that do, but in the main, they don't. Um, but actually, once they understand the process and they get over themselves, then I've had so much over the years feedback with people saying to me, I listened to you talking about awards. I suddenly thought, gosh, I should be doing this. Or they've said to me, they've always had it on the back burner because it seemed very scary. And they've got over themselves and they've done it and they've become a winner or a finalist and it's changed their life. And it sounds bizarre to say that, but even one award can change your life. I love what you said there about how it can be integrated and used in so many other parts of mm. your business. It sounds like doing an award application is almost like a marketing PR activity in it itself. Is. Yeah. In, 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 in just going through that activity of being able to remember what are the key, what are my yeah. key achievements? Because often I find with speakers as well that that juicy bio that really captivates mm. somebody's attention when we're often searching for something we don't have. Oh, I'm not multi-award winning. I don't have 50 million followers on Instagram or Twitter or any of those other sorts of platforms. But we've all got something, haven't we? Absolutely. And this is a 360 degree review of your business. This is the opportunity to step back because you may not have done that since you started your business. Mm. We get so caught up in the day to day. So this is an opportunity to reflect on everything reflect on your processes, look at who your competitors are, really start to get underneath your growth. How have you grown? And, you know, as you kind of unfold this story, you suddenly think, wow, yeah, actually, I've achieved quite a lot here. And you can then use that information in some ways, some award entries that I've done, I start to think, oh, do you know what my competitor's doing that? I need to be doing more of that. Or, um, that's a process that I need to address. So it highlights things for you that you probably have overlooked. And I sort of recommend that people have a success folder on their desktop. And, you know, if you get a little pieces of PR along the way, or you get really, you know, great clients, good testimonials, you just drop little notes into that folder. So when you come to do your reward entries, you've got some stuff that you can go and look at to pull into your entry. Oh, that is a top tip. Mm. I don't think that's just for awards though. I think no, it's, it's useful to have anyway, yes. just in terms of showcasing the best version yes. of ourselves and getting comfortable with, I the way I describe it, I'm like, it, it's almost as if, if I had a house and I put the best room in the house right at the back and mm. I made you walk through the crappy rooms <laughs> to get to it. Yeah. To see if you'll ever get to yeah. the back of the house where it's glamorous. But, you know, why would you start doing the house up from the back? You do it up from the front, yeah. right? And then, you you know, as you catch up as people do, right? So I don't think it's necessarily a bad activity no. in and of itself. If that's the only thing you do, ladies, if the only thing you do at the end of watching this program is literally sit down and start to pull together that yeah. success 
Absolutely. That success show. I think Each that's... month when you do your accounts, hopefully you're all doing your accounts every month if you run a business, just spend half an hour going over the month, the successes, the things that happened and keep them almost like a little online diary. Because when you come to do an award entry, you will then have all that information you can touch on. And there will be things that you forgot that you just don't, you know, we, we do this stuff day to day. There's things there that you forget about. And that's so important. Big wins that you forget about, yeah. or you just, you were just busy at the yeah. time, so you've skimmed past it. Yeah. I also just think it's awesome to have it for when you're having a bad day. It is. <laughs> and I was about to say that, you took the words so... out of my mouth, because sometimes you can have, I mean, obviously this year has been pretty tough. And, you know, to be able to go back, I have my awards. So my office uh, looks out. Uh, so I've got a window, sorry. My desk looks out. So I've got a window there. And all my trophies are sat on the windowsill. And I see them every day. So when I get a bad day, I look at all of that and I think, I've done all right. I've done all right. I've done all right. You know? It's good. It's good. So this is the Women of Power show. Mm -hmm. And so therefore, I'm really curious, and especially given that you've had so many people, I mean, 10 years is a long time to be running an awards. Mm -hmm. So many women walk through awards. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you've won an award, we kind of think if you've got that kind of award, then you must be, there must be some power in you. <laughs> so I'm now curious, based on, based on that expertise and that background, what is it that you think makes a woman powerful? What is the essence of a woman's power? I think actually it's about, it's actually supporting other women makes you powerful. Because if you've got the back of other women and they've got your back, you will be successful. And it's my network that's made me so successful over the years and giving as much support to other people as possible. Um, and I think being, you know, organized, all of these things, running a business is so important being organized, being focused. I think power comes from being focused and determined as well. It's not about crushing other people out of the way. It's really not, that's not bad. That's bad business practice. It's not about trying to fight your way to the top and elbowing other women. It's about collaboration. And this is what again, shocks a lot of people when I say to them, you know, the number of people I collaborate with that appear to be in the same space as me because I don't just have the awards, I've got other strands to my business as well. Because I welcome everybody and I embrace everybody and therefore the more you embrace, the more your power grows because it's all about us all supporting each other. And I love it. <laughs> I, I love that you say that because I think sometimes we can get so caught up in the, the world and the troubles and the challenges mm. that we're having right in this moment, that we can forget to even include and invite others in mm. to have that collaboration. Totally. So I'm gonna make this personal now, oh Debbie. My gosh. <laughs> so we now know what you consider the essence of a woman's power, but now I wanna know the essence of Debbie's power because seven awards, mm. um, multiple businesses, an award ceremony for over 10 years, supporting other women and showcasing their light. What is the essence of your power? So here's the question. If we were to take everything that you've done in life and business today and boil it down. <laughs> yeah, everything. Mm -hmm, I'm going to go there. Boil it down to just three power tools, I'll call them. Mm. Tools, techniques, strategies that you'd say these things alone have been fundamental to my success. Without them, I know I wouldn't have been as impactful as I have been today. Mm -hmm. What would those three things be? Well, it's sort of repeating myself a little bit, but networking has been massive for me. 
Um, I think when I started my business, the internet didn't even exist, which people look at me a bit crazy. And I'm like, no, phones were used for speaking to people. Not, not for connecting to the internet? No, I mean, we used to have dial-up. I mean, gosh, you'd wait, you could go and make a three-course meal in the time it took for you to connect up you to the You were either internet. on the phone or you were on exactly. the internet. <laughs> um, so obviously when, I've always tried to keep ahead of technology or keep with technology ahead of it, with it. And I think that's important. There's so many tools out there that can help you run your business. And I still come across people who say, oh, I haven't got a website, my why? I've got a Facebook page. Oh, so your business is owned by Facebook. <laughs> it's not owned by you. Not really. No. So it's about using the technology that's available to us and trying to keep ahead of the next trends that are coming in and making sure that you're making best use of those. Uh, your network, as I said earlier, and um, having a great team. Um, obviously, I didn't have a team to start with, but very early on in my business, back in, oh gosh, I can't remember now, like 15, 20 years ago, I started to use virtual assistants and then went for virtual assistants to staff employees. And there is no substitute for a great team around you. And outsource, as soon as you can physically afford to outsource, start doing it because it leaves you free to build your business and you can't do the day-to-day -day activities and build your business. It's just not possible. You'll never be successful. You'll just be like running around in circles, like, like a mad hatter trying to look at the time, you know, where's the white rabbit? It's the company, you know, like you're literally, you know. And I, I have had periods in my life when I've been a bit like that, but you've got to draw yourself back and go, right, if I'm going to grow this business, and my business has grown massively since my youngest son grew up, because I've got two children. And it enabled me to spend heaps more time on the business, not be disrupt, disrupted with school holidays and things like that, which I did love, by the way, and I, I, I really miss. But it is really about processes, honing yourself down, making sure the tasks that you're doing are actually growing your business. And so I think, that's my, that's what I've used that. I'm not saying these are general stuff. This is what I do. I think as women as well, sometimes we can get caught up in it wanting to be the way we want it to get done. Yeah. And, so, and it's okay if it's a process to outsource, yeah. but I completely concur with you because I know for me, I couldn't have the creativity no. um, when I was so bogged down with the detail. And so it was like, I'd get an idea and I just think, oh, what's the point of putting in that? Because <laughs> I'm never going to have any time to yes. do it. So I love that you brought up outsource as quickly yeah, as you massively. can. Find the way, find the way to find the courage for that. Um, I want to hear a little bit about these awards now. So how do, are they global now, given we're all yes, online? Yes, this is the first year that we've got uh, the International Businesswoman of the Year category. So I'm really excited about that. So we've opened it up now. The world has opened, hasn't it? It, this is the one great thing about the pandemic. It's made the world a smaller place. So our, our final this year will probably be online. I don't know, but I think it will be in October. But what we're going to try and do is ongoing is we would have the awards um, live across the world anyway, once we get back to face to face. And we'd love, we'd love a final in New York. Couldn't that be amazing? Um, but we will be doing a physical final when we can and people will be invited to come wherever they are in the world and it will be beamed out live. So I think we're all a bit more accustomed to online. 
So that's very exciting. So they're launching in March for this year. Um, we're really excited about that. And we're looking forward to seeing and hearing all the amazing stories that come in because that's, for me, is the exciting part. How does one apply? You're getting us all, it's tantalising. It's like, tell us all, tell us all, so, all the benefits we can get from doing awards, how, how great it's going to benefit our business in multiple <laughs> different ways. Then tell us you have an award design specifically for us women. Where do I get these awards? Debbie? So you go to the bestbusinesswomenawards.com website. It, the entry won't be live until after the 30th of March. We've got an online um, launch event, of course. Um, so we're quite excited about that and you'll just go to the website, sign up and um, you'll get access to view the entry forms for the relevant categories. Uh, the closing date will be the end of June, 30th of June and then our judging panel sits probably mid-July. So, you know, they get to read all the stories and score everybody and then they pick the best entries for each category. And then we announce the winners on the night, which will be the 15th of October, either online or face to face. Get on those two keyboards and apply. I know you do some stuff as well, helping people with applications yes. and, and learning how to apply. So yeah. for those people who perhaps they're quite excited, but they're now, it's piqued their interest, but they want to put a pin yeah. in it because they're thinking the application is going to be quite difficult. So how does somebody get in touch with you to find out more about those sorts of Through details? the website. You can contact me through the website. We run at the launch event, we run through the exact entry process and we give tips. And then I head into a season of awards masterclasses, which aren't specifically about my awards, they're about all awards because I'm a great advocate. Enter as many awards as you can that are applicable to your business. So there is a charge for those, but we run them online. We piloted it last year, it went really well. And we do write award entries, but we don't write them for our own awards because that wouldn't be very ethical. But we do help people with other awards if they want us to, and we write those as well. But I think it's about learning, it's about understanding the process, and once you've got those tools, you're going to fly. Fabulous. <laughs> and Debbie, if you could just leave us with a couple of closing words, because we're almost there, but I feel like I can just squeeze <laughs> a little bit more out of you. Um, so in about 30 seconds or less, if you just had one thing to tell women who are maybe still a little bit on the fence about awards, what would that be? Step forward for success and be recognised for what you've achieved in your life and in your business. Because if you don't do it, no one else is going to do it. You've got to do it. You've got to put yourself out there and the, the, the legacy lasts forever. No one's ever going to take that all away from you. So you've got it forever. The chills. Put yourself <laughs> forward because nobody's going to do it for you. We are flat out of time. Oh, this has been great. Um, put yourself forward because nobody else is going to do it for you. It is about time. This show is all about elevating female voices and making sure to get you out to as many people as possible. And awards are a critical, um, pivotal point in being able to do that. So if you're listening to us on the podcast or perhaps watching on YouTube, please make sure that you scroll down and click the links to apply for the awards. These ones and others. And I do strongly encourage you to follow Debbie to find out, get on those awards masterclasses, whether it's Debbie's awards or other awards that you're looking to apply for. Until next time, this has been the Women of Power show. I'm your host, Lavelle Vincenzi. Make sure that you subscribe for when we're up next live. And until then, ciao.